There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the after show. And uh, I got some stories to tell. Because I went to TwitchCon. Today was the last day, obviously. But uh, so, where should I start? I don't know. Let's go with. Let's go with the party on Saturday night, where a All lot, right. a lot of shenanigans happened. Um, so first off, I have a, uh, I work with another group called the Cosplay Wrestling Federation. Uh, they were part of one of the one of the representatives uh, came down for TwitchCon, um, and uh, she was uh, given the partner access. You know, gift bag, but also like, hey, there's a partner only uh, party happening Saturday night. What I didn't know is that they have a plus one uh, for this year. And I was that plus one. Um, <laughs> and I was that place with. <laughs> so I went there, um, you know, dressed nicely because I usually do for all the TwitchCon parties. And um, the first thing I walked in, I, it was, uh, so it was in a kids museum. Um, which was interesting. So you walk in, and the first thing you see is they gave you a. Actually, you know what? I think I have it actually. Um, hang on a second. I can actually show you. Let's see. Uh, we have to look now. I'm too lazy. Um, basically, they, they gave us coloring books um, of like Twitchy Mode that we can like draw whatever in it. Uh, but it was it was crowded. Or it was already crowded as it was. But like it was kind of in a in a big area. Like the museum was actually in pretty sizable. It had like two different stories. One downstairs. One upstairs. They had different rooms. Um, much of it was well, you know, science and whatnot. Um, but it also had like a drawing room. They had brought in uh, a DJ for music. Um, and all the food there was free. All the drinks there was open bar and free. And it was awesome because there were at least a good five, six different bar, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I want to say six, four, five different bars. Or like they had set up several locations around the museum for people to get to get drinks, essentially. Um, and it was really cool. Like I, when I first, you know, found out like it was all open bar for that night, I was like, all right. This is going to be the night where I'm going to go hard and going in. <laughs> so um, I uh, drank a lot. I ended up talking to actually some some of the streamers I follow and uh, that I met. And they're like really cool people. Um, and I was like, oh, so I met the Djibouti Dubs crew. They're really chill people. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I met. I'm a little jealous of that. Not going to lie. <laughs> I, uh, I met the 8-Bit um, the drummer uh, that was there. Uh, him and his lawyer, by the way, which I talked to recently too. I was like, "Oh shit, hey, we you know each other in in in, in indirectly." <laughs> so um, it was really cool seeing him. I saw Trihacks again. Uh, I saw him on f that Saturday, I don't think Friday. I think it was. I saw him. And I shook his hand. And I saw him again. Like, enjoy your content, man. You know, just like that type of person. I, I'm I'm not the type of person. But like, you know, I need a picture. Although, I, with the exception of what happened uh, that Saturday night. Um, so talked to him and then for the rest of the night, I ended up just kind of going around, just kind of 
talking to other people, kind of people watching and getting drunk and um, <laughs> seeing some seeing some interesting things happen in front of me. Like there was so when I went to the bat. Okay, well, <laughs> let me let me phrase this so I doesn't. Well, we're at yeah, fuck it. Okay, um, <laughs> so I go to the bathroom. I I you know I'm already drunk as it is, and I'm you know I'm just doing my business. Um, I do not know who this person was. He was probably as drunk as I am. And like, you know the rule when you go to the bathroom, you don't talk to the other person next to you when you're doing Generally your... speaking, yeah. That kind of went out the window that night <laughs> with this person. He just like, you know, in, at that point I was pretty drunk. He's like, I'm just going to ro roll with it. And he was just like, we were just talking to one another. Just like, hey, what's going on, man? Like, yeah, draining the lizard, man. How about you? Like, yeah, doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Draining, draining. The, what are you guys fucking <laughs> working on a job site? Like, <laughs> ah, what? Fucking ball and chain at home. Uh, <laughs> hey, did you see the game last night? Oh yeah, man. Nineties comedy is hilarious. Oh man, it was, it was, it was nuts. Um. I I have I have no idea who this person was. Last the only thing I remember of him was he had like black sunglasses on. He was wearing the purple twitch sweater and then like he was blonde and white. That's like the only memory I've have of him. So like that was the interesting thing that happened. And then I saw Ross like I won't say dancing, but like he was. He he was like good around with his friend uh, Ross from Game Grumps. Um, okay, I was, like, I was like, who are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which I met actually on the first day too. I just went up to him and gave him the fist bump, like told him like, hey, you do good stuff. Um, I saw him just like, I want to say dancing, but like, he was he was doing something. Like he was goofing around with his friend. And I was like, I was gonna go up to him, but like, nah, just let him be. So, um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I think the only regret, honestly, because I didn't know he was going to be there, was um, Burke Black. Like, he was there. And, like, because I, I, I was waiting in line and I heard his voice, like, what the fuck? And he's right next to me. He's like, oh, shit. Um, but he was in conversation, so I don't want to interrupt him. So, um, but no, it was, uh, it was a really fun time. Um, I got super drunk. Um, <laughs> I almost, I almost kept drinking that night because, uh, the people I was hanging out with, like, told me, like, hey, do you want to come with us, you know, to a bar? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to join you guys. I pick up my bag and I go bathroom and I lost them in the crowd. I was like, I have no idea where these guys are. So I end up walking back toward um, the San Jose area, the, the downtown area. And uh, the funny thing is when I went there, A, to get a hot dog so I can sober up. And B, the cold air helps as well to sober up. Um... There was uh, there was people in the park just like mingling and talking to one another, and then like there was also a DJ for some odd reason out there playing music. So I, you know, I'm, I'm walking around and I see some some old friends of mine. And I'm like, they basically just had like the LobbyCon from Fanime to here in the park at TwitchCon. Um, for those who don't know what LobbyCon is, it's basically when like late at night. Usually up like two, three in the morning, um, people are just talking to one another, and it's because a they're super drunk, b uh, 
they were kicked out. Oh shit. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit, the sound that came off of that. Woo! Yeah. Boy, I was kind of sleeping there for like a second, I think. Holy yeah. crap, man. My bad. My bad. My hand hit the uh, bottom of the XLR mic. Whoa. <laughs> it's like a funny, like a Christopher Nolan movie's trailer was happening. I was like, I don't know. I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um uh, sorry, podcast um or audio listeners. <laughs> um Oh I pooped myself a little bit, I think. <laughs> um what can I say? Oh yeah, so basically Labicon it's just basically it's just everybody where hangs hang hangs out either drunk or being kicked out of a room for being too drunk or whatever, um in the in the dead of night at Fanime and other conventions. We call it Lobbycon because that's what we, that's what we do. So yeah. Essentially, that happened um, at the, at the uh, the park, and then I was too drunk. It's like you know, I'm just gonna Uber it back to my friend's place, and that's what I did. Um, but Saturday night was pretty in- insane. It was it was a pretty fun fun night overall. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what else happened this past weekend. Um, hmm. Oh, I did not know this until this. Uh, when I was getting my schedule, um, they, uh, I was looking through the schedule. I was like, what, what, what panels I'm going to check out? Like, what, what, uh, what other stuff are happening at TwitchCon? I did not know that Twitch, like, brought in, like, some pretty famous people to either do a tech talk, like a 30 minute interview, um, on the main stage at TwitchCon, and, or bring in other people to be part of a, a D&D campaign. Um, so, uh, I found out that Kevin Smith, the Kevin Smith, yeah, was doing a tech talk, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I had to be there. I had to go check it out, and it was awesome. The I know I, I do want to go back and watch the the bot just to see what the, what the comments were. Um, but it was it was pretty sick. It was hilarious. It was awesome, and it was really cool for uh for Kevin Smith to to come out, talk about you know Twitch and trying to. <laughs> trying to conform to us or trying to relate to us in some way. Um, the day before that, on Friday, Tony Hawk was there, apparently, or at TwitchCon, getting his tech talk, which I have, I have no idea what he would talk about. Like, hmm. It, I, I, I have to go back and see the bot, I guess. I just, it's a little, a little weird. I mean, like, I, you know, I, sure, Tony Hawk was in a game, but I, as far as like how he would connect to Twitch in some way, I don't know. Um, and then Sun, and then today uh, Felicia Day was uh, here today. Uh, well, she was here for the tech talk, but also she was part of the D and D campaign. Uh, the, the, the which they did an awesome job, by the way. Like the D and T campaign with the Waffle Crew um, that they put on stage uh, at TwitchCon was pretty awesome because it wasn't. They were still rolling dice and they were still playing D and D. But like they were also acting it out as well, so that was really cool. Also, hey, they brought in Xavier Woods from the WWE to be in the show. I was like, <laughs> so it was a star-studded cast this past weekend on each day. So it was pretty insane. Like it was, it was, it was mad, mad, mad dope. Um, mad, mad dope, fresh. Yep. Fresh and dope, man. Yep. I will say, though, like, 
Have you everything positive? Uh, or go ahead, sorry. Legitimately, I'm super jealous that I didn't get to go. Yeah, man. You, well, first off, you would enjoy it. But second off, as as many positives I'm giving TwitchCon, there was one big negative that did happen at the day one and day zero of TwitchCon. Uh, so it was pretty bad when I got there to get my badge on day zero. Um, because I get there and it was just people everywhere in the front. There were people in line for, to get a badge and people were, I guess, hanging around or just to get in. And there was no direction. There was nobody saying anything, the Twitch staff or anybody saying like, Hey, this is a line for the, the, the affiliates, the partners, like, uh, it was mass confusion, and uh, it was pretty bad. Uh, I so on Thursday, I got my uh, I already got my badge ready. I was ready ready to go. Got on thir on um sorry on day zero on day um Friday. Let's say so on Friday I got my, I'm I'm ready to go inside. I have my badge ready. I get in line, but I started at the Marriott not the Mar the Hilton side. I mean uh yeah that's no, sorry Marriott side. <laughs> Of the convention center, which is on the the, the far left, um, and uh, I didn't get into the convention until like two hours later in, um, and I've heard stories that people have like didn't get in until like four or five hours because there was already a long line just to get your badge, but also there was another long line just to get in, and on top of that, there was a strike happening on the Marriott side. Uh, the entire weekend so a lot of stuff a lot of combination of a lot of things were happening at the same time but like I think what it was and I think it's what happened last year at the uh, after party at TwitchCon um, whatever the, the way that security was doing it this year was you had to put your uh, metal stuff on you know a little on a little cup and then like uh, pass it through and your bag has to be a certain size and for them to look in um, and whatnot and then you enter through the metal detector and it's, and it's, all, the, it's all because of you know A, safety precaution but also B, what happened in Jacksonville and that's kind of when people were wanted more security at TwitchCon so um, that was the process that we're doing it uh, on the first day but because it was causing so much weights in the lines Twitch said, like, you know what, fuck it, we'll just ease up on the uh, security. Um, and then for those who were there on Friday, they were only up for the Friday badge, but, like, missed most of the day because of the lines were happening there. They basically gave them an extra day for free. Like, everybody who had a uh, Friday badge get to go to TwitchCon for the second day for free. Um, which was cool on them to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was pretty horrid <laughs> in the first two days so after that it uh, got a lot better the, yeah it, it just tends to happen at big big conventions and stuff like it just takes like a little bit for it to get start to get like the ball rolling and they figure it out i mean it'll never be as bad as tanacon so that is that is true that is true i've heard i've heard much worse i've I, i've been in much worse lines and experiences before so like i know that feeling all too well all too well um but outside of that 
outside of that, TwitchCon was a lot of fun. Made a lot of connections. Made some, uh, definitely got to follow up with some, some things I got to business-wise on my end. Um, I was able to take part in my first appointment, by the way. Like, um, I was going through my emails and, you know, usually I have, like, emails through one of the groups I'm in. And uh, mailing list, and, and one of them was like, hey, you want to have an appointment for this game? I was like, all right, yeah, sure. Let's see how it feels like to be, like, at a, or doing, like, a press thing. So, um, I had my first appointment with a game called uh, Breach, um, which is, it, it is a, the way to describe the game, it is a, think of it as a, kind of D&D in a way to where like you have a dungeon master in terms of, like the person is controlling in each room what it is and what the players are facing and there's a certain goal for each room um, and the players that play in it are called heroes and they have different heroes you, you can choose from um, that ranges in kind of a wide aspect of like here's a, somebody who knows how to deal with a sword here's somebody who's a mage here's somebody who is like um, really good at this particular thing. So it's kind of in that aspect. Like it is a D&D in physical form. It's, and you have goals. It's, it's kind of a weird combination. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm not describing it the best way. <laughs> Other than the fact that I'll probably just tell people, like, just go look up Breach on online. And I know it's going to be probably mixed up with the other games that let sound like Breach, but, uh... It's out there. It's a it's a third person multiplayer action game. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I spent some time with the devs and uh, talked to them, asked them a bunch of questions, and played the game. And um, you know, I'll, you know, I'm willing to give it a shot. Um, again, uh, I, I played it at TwitchCon. It was actually pretty fun. So, but yeah, I took part in my first appointment there, and then. Uh, I uh, I did the whole Milton T. Pike thing for you, Greg, uh, as we discussed in the pre-show. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, like uh, outside of that, like uh, it was in general a lot of fun to go to, um, and it was, you know, probably one of the best TwitchCon experiences I had thus far. That's good. I you know I'm, I like I said I'm super jealous that you got to go. And I'm definitely going to try to plan to go next year. I said that last year, too. But mm -hmm. It also depends where they go, too. Because, like, so far, they've been all been in California. Um, and when they'll announce for the next one, I don't know when that will be. But um, that, I'm very curious to see where they go next. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, briefly, I wanted to kind of touch up what's going on in my life. Um, mm -hmm. because things have changed. Um, basically the long and short of it, uh, during this, during the beginning of this year, um, around, I want to say late March, early April, I had a small knee injury and I wasn't making any money. Um, and then I went back to work and then my other knee did the same thing. And mm. I just, I couldn't stand on them. Mm. Eventually, they they healed up, and I was able to go back to work. But summer had started. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, I used to work in the cafeterias as a, as a lunch assistant substitute. 
and um, the uh, the big problem. Sorry. Uh, the problem is, is that during the summertime when school's out, I don't have any work. Um, so I'm not making any money. Uh, I believe that goes hand in hand, so I didn't have to specify that. <laughs> uh, uh, so my dad was stressed out because he wasn't bringing in enough. My parents, uh, wow, what's up, blue screen? Um, <laughs> my, uh, my parents' disability money wasn't making enough. So something needed to change. Something needed to happen. And um, I had agreed that to find a better job, to find something more stable, something with more hours. So I started working at a gas station. If you live in California or on the East Coast or the West Coast, uh, AMPM is the name of the place. Um, now, I'm not shooting any, like, I'm not saying that working at a gas station is bad in any way shape or form having a steady job is a good thing uh however this place its hours are all over the place i don't have set days off um when we were doing the podcast every sunday i had sundays off so i could do the podcast uh not like tonight i got off work at 10 30 so that's why we did a sh that's why we're doing a, a super late long stream. Well, not super long, but super late stream. Yeah. Uh, this is this is something that sucks. The other thing that sucks is because it's a twenty four hour location. To like tomorrow night, I have to do a graveyard, so I'll be working from 10, 10, 10 o'clock to six in the morning. I hate that shit. I absolutely despise it because I I just don't sleep. It's it's awful. And and I am actively looking for a new new job, a better job. Mm. Uh, but at the moment, this is this is what I have. And so the podcast is going to be kind of, you know, touchy on when we when we go live and when we do it and all that kind of stuff. But we'll try to keep in contact with you guys via social media about when we when we're going to go live, how we're going to do it. It will be sporadic from time to time, but we'll do our best. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also just to clarify another thing, cause I think this is a kind of, it, it's, it's part of the important part of the story, but we had a really, really, really shitty September. Um, you know, that green day song, wake me up when September ends mm -hmm. it was on repeat for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, wait, August, no, September it was September it was, it was the shitty month. So, at the beginning of the month, we had planned to have our dog, Scarlet, spayed. The problem is that she's seven years old. Uh, when she was a puppy, and the vet was saying we needed to get her spayed, my dad was scared because she was so small. Um, even though they do literally hundreds a month. Uh, it's a textbook at this point. But he was scared, so he never did it. We never got it done. And... Uh, Unfortunately, the day that we were taking her in to get spayed, there was something wrong. When we took her in, it turned out that she had an infection, but they couldn't, without an ultrasound, figure out where the where the infection was coming from. And the vet was like, I was like, it's either in her or it's in her mouth. My mom goes, we don't really have the money to do any of the other stuff. And I know this sounds terrible, but can we just do antibiotics and see if it goes away? And they were like, yeah. 
So it seemed to have helped. It seemed to have worked. So two weeks later, we scheduled for her to go in for the spay. And I, like, the, I had gone into my job to get my paycheck. We, we cashed it. I got some Burger King. We were on the way home. And as we're heading home, my mom calls and she's frantic. She's like, Scarlett's just whining really loud. And she's like hunched over and she looks like she's in a ton of pain. We don't know what's going on. So my dad and I rush home. <clears throat> we were all around away home, but uh, it was really bad, Anthony. Like her back was really like hunched up. She her ears were down, uh, which are usually they're perked up, and she was just doing a very loud whine, like she was in just excruciating pain, giving us that look of like, please fucking do something, because this is the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. And we were trying to help her out. We could we could see that something was wrong. So my dad, my mom calls the vet. They were like, can you bring her in now? And we were like, yes, we can do that. So my dad um, rushes her to the vet. And it turned out that it was an infection in her uterus. And it had actually gotten worse hmm. over the past two weeks. And they were like, here's the thing. We have to do emergency uh, spay right now or she could die. And we were just like, okay, fine, let's do it. So they did the surgery. But the other issue was that they don't have an overnight stay place at that particular vet because it's inside a pet, um, a pet smart. Mm. And uh, so they had to, they had to send her to a different location. Well, here's the thing. This, the emergency spay with our insurance, still cost my mom $1,300. Hmm. The hospital stay at this particular vet clinic that's close to our house for one night was $700. Hmm. So this whole ordeal cost my mom $2,000, which she loaded up on her credit card that she had just gotten a huge bump in her spending limit, hmm. which was around $2,000. Um... And I had worked the day that all this happened, right? So I'm like, I'm freaking out at work a little bit. My mom texts me that she's going to be fine. I was, I was like, all right, okay. Um, Friday, the very next day, we kept visiting her. Like we would leave the house and go to the Banfield or go to this, not Banfield. We'd go to this particular vet and uh, she, she wouldn't eat. Scarlett is a very picky eater, very picky dog. And she just wasn't eating. Um, so the last time I went to go pick her up, which was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, the vet was like, well, we can't release her until she eats because there could be something else wrong. And we were like, well, we don't have the $700 for her to stay another night. And they were like, okay, well, we'll figure out what we can do. The vet finally has the idea of like, oh, maybe there's liquid on her stomach because that can sometimes happen with the IV. Uh, so they did that, and they drained her stomach. She was then hungry and ate. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we were able to bring her home like 10 o'clock at night on th on Friday. So that was a whole ordeal, right? Mm -hmm. But she was fine. She's healthy now. A week later, my dad has to go in for non-invasive heart surgery. Jesus. Yeah. Um, right before that happens. Right fucking before that happened. My mom starts to get these weird sores on her hands. 
right? Hmm. And we're like, what the fuck are they? Are they warts? Are they just blisters? Like, how the fuck did she get them? She, so she goes to emergency care, uh, which costs $100. And um, uh, the, the doctor was like, don't know how it happened. Don't know how, how you caused it. Could be the stress. Could be a lot of things. But you basically have a herpes outbreak on your hands. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you know this, Anthony, but medically speaking, everyone has a form of herpes in their system. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, I, I, it's funny enough, I just, when I was at my friend's place for the, for the TwitchCon weekend, like, he was playing a lot of the, um, the I want to say a Netflix show, or, or it, was, it was some show, uh, where it was Adam Conover? Someone on those yeah. lines ruins uh, everything. Yeah, you're yeah you're talking about and ruins everything. Yeah. Yes, I, that show that show's usually on True TV, but they put it on Netflix recently. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. I love that show. Um. Uh. But yeah, so okay, so because of that, you know that. Mm -hmm. Um. Basically, the long and short of it, the stress from Scarlet, the upcoming stress from my dad's surgery, was making my mom so stressed that her immune system had weakened mm. to the point where. Basically, like, there's a lot of factors into it, but but she had a herpes outbreak on her hand, and she still technically does, but they're healing, mm -hmm. um, and they're still fucking disgusting. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, so that was a thing we were dealing with, suddenly. Uh, my brothers came into town for my dad's uh, heart surgery. Th those two days were the most exhausting days I think I've ever had, for two reasons. Worried about my dad, which... Anyone would be when your father's going through heart surgery. Mm -hmm. Now, when I say non-invasive heart surgery, just to clarify, they went through a vein in his crotch up to his heart, cut a piece of it off, and then pulled the thing back out, and then turned off his heart, and then turned it back on. That's that's what they did. Mm. Mm. So, um, but uh, I wasn't as stressed out as my brothers were because I had done my research. The odds of it failing and my dad had going to cardiac arrest or dying were extremely minimal. This procedure is textbook. This procedure is done literally hundred times a day. It's so textbook, Anthony, and so non-invasive that there were like five other people in the same room that they did the surgery in. Mm. Um, I'm not even kidding. Like, I think the other four people in there were having the same type. Of... Oh, uh, crazy. Well, that's just how textbook it is, and it, it's still non-invasive. That there's really no um, risk for like open air infection, like you would have with a different type of surgery, uh, because it's so non-invasive. Mm. Um, literally, like they they puncture a hole in a vein near crotch through like put up tube through that that has like a little like little pieces it's 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 really really cool but also at the same time it was kind of scary because there's a very tiny tiny percentage that wrong but still you yeah. know regardless you go through you know but my brothers didn't do any research so they're just over the top stressed about it and trying to deal with their bullshit all fucking day during the surgery 
was exhausting, Anthony. Like, so my little brother, he goes, he says to me one day, like I told him, I was like, you both need to calm down. You both are driving me nuts. Like Josh with his temper, you with your like franticness, like you both need to chill the fuck out. I'm just worried, Greg. I get that you're worried, Jeff, but you need to, you need to understand this procedure is really simple. And dad's going to be fine. And he was like, how do you know? And I was like, because I did my research, Jeff. You know, when dad told me he had AFib and the problem that, that the original procedure caused, that they need to fix that problem, I looked into it. I did a little bit of research. I, I learned how textbook it is and the type of room that they do it in. And it's not even a surgery room. And he was like, that's not? And I was like, no, it's not, Jeff. It's really not. Like, it's super easy. Like, yes. I'm worried too. We all should be worried because it's a, it's still a medical procedure, but you would be a hell of a lot less worried if you did some research. And he was like, well, mom didn't want me to tell you this. Mom didn't want me to go into this, but this is the anniversary of when grandpa died. And what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Well, you know how superstitious I am. And I was like, yeah, and that's fucking stupid. If you really think that there's a connection between the exact same day that Grandpa died of a heart attack to Dad having this surgery, you are delusional. Uh, no, I understand that, Greg, but you have to understand where, where I'm coming from. Jeff, no, I understand exactly where you're coming from. You're coming from the camp of, I'm looking for patterns that don't exist. And I said, you have to get that out of your own head. You are playing it up in your own mind because you choose to be scared. You choose to put extra spice on the situation when it's not needed. Fast forward, fast forward to later in the day. Jay and Jeff's like, oh, what? Mm -hmm. Fast forward to later in the day, I'm having a conversation with Josh, and I'm just like, you need to calm down. Your temper, your attitude are really, you know, are, are a problem. You know, you're, you're, you're so stressed out and you're so worried about dad that you're making me feel that and that's not fair. You're making mom feel that and that's not fair. And he goes, oh, I'm just, I, I just, I don't like this. I don't like, oh, of course, no, who would like it, Josh? But when you are times 10 what we are, it makes us feel that and it's not fair. And then I had a conversation to him about the procedure. He was like, I didn't know it was that simple. Well, yeah. Talk to dad. <laughs> learn about the procedure. Go online. We live in the information age for a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, so that day was exhausting. And then, you know, you know, talking to my dad and my mom, uh, you know, like, Scarlett's $2,000 bill. The pills that she's already getting. Plus our regular explent expenses, plus the seven hundred my dad has to pay on the surgery, we just had a lot, really fast, mm. in a month's time. Wow! And in order to pay it back, in order to get out from under this debt thumb, I had to get a better job. I had to get something that was going to bring in more cheddar. Mm. Like normally, I pay I pay four hundred dollars a month living here. That's three hundred dollars rent, a hundred dollars towards utilities. And a few other things that I pay for myself. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm paying 800 a month. 
to help. Mm. Mm. I see. Uh, yeah. So once the the goal of my life right now, Anthony, is that once this year is over, towards the end of the year, I am going to fill out the FAFSA and the um. Sorry, the FAFSA. FAFSA? FAFSA? Yeah, tomato, tomato. I get get what you're saying. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. And there's a different type of grant you can also apply. I'm going to apply for both, see what I can get, talk to a counselor, and then try to go to college next year. Yay. I've already applied for the spring semester, which Consumer Shore College was like, yeah, you're good. Oh, shit. Uh, Oh, I... They they accept everybody. I mean, they they really, they really, they don't turn anyone away. Hmm. Um, the only reason they would turn me away is if I didn't have a, a grant or money, mm. um, I in see. general. So, I yeah. See. Uh, but, uh, which I doubt I won't have cause the income in this house is small mm-hmm. and in my personal income is small, but, uh, plus we live in California. So that helps a lot, but, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I need to, I need, I need a life change. I need to definitely do something. And, um, I, uh, you know, talked to my folks about it and I was just like, I'm miserable working at AMPM. I am absolutely miserable. And it's not just the hours. Like it's, 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 it's the type of job. Like Anthony on an average day, how many people do you think a department store or like a retail store person has to deal with? Well, uh, in an eight hour span, um, I'm going to say, at least, I want to say at the very least in a day, a good 20, 20 to 50 people. Yeah, okay. Seems about right. I mean, if you have, uh, like I dealt with probably when I worked at uh, Walmart on an, on an eight-hour day. Yeah. For a seven-hour shift at a.m. p.m. I probably deal with about, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm I'm and I'm under fucking selling it too. About 500 people. Jesus. Um, now keep in mind, this is a gas station, so most transactions are, you know, here's a denomination I want on pump number. You know, that's what most transactions are. Um, hmm. and and most transactions are under 20 bucks. If I do most transactions that are under $20, Anthony. And at the end of my shift, I look at my report and I've done $8,000. Do the math. How many people is that? A day. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking people. I, I hate it. Mm. As an introvert, I hate it. Mm, I hear it. So yeah. um, that's one of the big reasons why I want a job like I've, I've kind of been looking for a different job but at the same time i'm thinking maybe i should just stick this one out and then go to college and deal with it now there's a bunch of other things i could go into anthony but we're on stream and i don't really want to yeah plus i am getting I a bit sleepy but same here same here i am it's just it's just not a great it's not a great job i want to go to college so no, it, 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 it's good. It's good, man. It's good to you're going to college or wanting to do that. Um, use the resources, man, as much as you can, um, and get whatever you need to get degree wise. Um, I will say, yeah, I, talk, I, talked to, I talked to Brian mm-hmm. uh, uh, Belcher of Heat. 
And he was basically saying, like, the great thing about community colleges is if you talk to the counselor and you explain your situation, there's probably jobs at the ca- at the campus for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to that. So, yeah, absolutely. Yes, definitely do it. Uh, side note, um, I actually attended CRC um, l- last. No, this past year. That's right. That's right. Because when I was still living up here, I was going to school there um, to pursue a, um, what do you call it? A certificate in video editing and video production. And I had to take a, um, a uh, beginning film class or a video class. Um, so I went to CRC for about a couple months to finish a, a, a uh, semester um, before I moved out to SoCal. Uh, which and I stayed and I I had no way of going to school back up here. Um, I couldn't continue down down south, but like um, I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm I I'm there pursuing the job and you know I'm pretty much where I want to be um, to That's be to, to to apply for. Um, but you know, side story, you know, I just went to CRC. You know, I, I know exactly what that area is and that school is. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the. I really, really need to change my life. Um, that's something that I, I I've noticed big time for me is that. I'm still I'm 35. I'm living with my folks. I'm I'm way 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 overweight. I I need to change a lot of things. And one of the big things that I've actually been. Changing is my diet, Anthony, because <laughs> I also discovered. Thank all right. You. Sorry. Welcome to the stream, everybody. <laughs> uh, one of the things that uh, I recently discovered that I have is gout. Mm. Now, anyone who's curious, gout is just an arthritic, pro- an arthritic problem. I was bound to have it. Um, what causes, like gout is basically just, it, like I said, it's arthritis. A ton of people get to different types of arthritis. And you could be all, all kinds of ages. But for me, because of my weight, my gout spot popped up when I was 35, since I'm 35. What what causes a gout out or a, a, like pain attack, if you will, uh, which, dear God, it's the, one of the worst pains I've ever experienced in my life. Um, what causes the, the gout outbreak is a buildup of uric acid, which is caused from fish. Uh, from alcohol, from sodas, from, um, I don't remember the other thing. Sometimes red meat, if you like way too much red meat, it can cause it. Um, but generally speaking, uh, when I went and saw the doctor for my gout, he was like, what changed in your diet that you normally don't have? And I was like, I was drinking about 60 ounces of diet Dr. Pepper every day since I was at work because for the caffeine. Hmm. He's just like, stop, stop doing that. Hmm. That's what's causing the gout out or the gout problem. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped drinking it, started drinking a shit ton of water, and it went away. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, so that, in a sense, is helping me try to form a a different diet that I think can go towards me losing weight and, um. And at this point, Anthony, it's not just about getting healthy like I keep saying. Legitimately, I need to lose weight because of my leg. 
I'm killing my legs. I'm driving them literally into the ground. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, wasn't, uh, no, no, that was an infection. Yeah, never mind. I was going to say, um, I did a similar thing happened with Josh, but like, no, that, that was an infection in his toe. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had a, a um, what's it called? The uh, staph infection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That turned into uh, skin eating bacteria or whatever. So, mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, well, a lot of people, a lot of people like think gout is caused from, uh, having diabetes. No, no, mm. no. Gout can, gout can pop up without you having diabetes. Gout is just arthritis in a very localized specific location. Mm. That's another thing, Anthony. You want to know what kind of pain comes from having a gout attack? I do not know. Imagine somebody is scraping your bones with a knife mm. from the inside. Hmm. It's a sharp, sharp, loud, hot pain. Mm. I mean, like, scale of 1 to 10, a solid 8. Could mm. not walk on my foot. Jesus. Damn. Yeah, I had, to, I had to call work, and I was like, hey, I can't step on my foot because it hurts a lot. And my dad's pretty sure it's gout. And my boss is like, pretty sure. And I was like, well, we haven't gone to the doctor because we don't have the money. So pretty sure it's gout. Mm-hmm. point is is i can't stand on my foot for either a very long at all and she was like uh shit there's no one to cover your shift and i was like i know i don't know what else to do and that's why i'm calling you now and she goes uh you know what i think we can bring out a stool i was like okay cool well it took you that long to get that point but cool mm. so they brought out a stool and i was using that for a couple days and then the stool went away and now it's not there, and it makes me sad because now my overnight shifts are going to be me on my fucking feet for the whole time. Which, actually, I think I'm just going to bring out that folding chair. I'm just going to fucking bring it out. Mm. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I just. I don't understand. That's another thing that pisses me off about this place. Is like I get that you only have one person on the graveyard shift because it's so slow that it you know the store doesn't make it doesn't warrant the amount of money being made to hire two people for that spot mm-hmm. i get it but at the same time why not give that person that's there who does not get a lunch who does not get two two 10 minute breaks why not give them a stool to sit on mm. yeah i don't understand it so yeah whatever yeah <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> oh man. Um I am All right, that's that but that's guys that's that's why I had to find a better job. Mm-hmm. Better job or a higher paying job I should say instead yeah. of the Yeah. 3 hours a day I was getting with the school and then time off as well. Uh There's been a lot of changes in my life. A lot of changes that need to happen that have to happen. A lot of mm-hmm. plans in the future. Mm-hmm. My goal is to still make time for this podcast, to still make time for mission for the uh, all queued up podcast. Um, they're in a sense a form of therapy for me. I love to express my opinion; it makes me feel good. It's like I got a fucking giant weight off my chest. So yeah, yeah. I I I enjoy just doing podcasting in general. So like you know, um, I'm on the same boat with Greg. Like I definitely want to get this back up and running in in a and in timely fashion, but obviously life has got us both in a bind. 
Um, hopefully that will change when I get my computer down to Southern California. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also gonna try. Uh, just on a side note here, Anthony. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not on this channel, but on my personal channel, because uh, I always find that mission start doesn't really warrant the kind of traffic. But um, a Jackbox Party Pack Five stream on Tuesday. Cool. Awesome. I uh, I got off work at six o'clock on Tuesday morning. I'm probably gonna come home and 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 crash, sleep until about noon, and then sometime after that, I'll you know when I wake up, I'll crack open the stream. Uh, it reminds me, I need, I need to add your channel to the channels to host on the on the list. Um, not to just stream it anymore on that channel, so. Um, well, it's, it's, I'll have to figure out when possibly tomorrow, but I, God, I, to be honest, I don't really want to tomorrow. I just, I see. uh, well, cause here's the thing is, is, is I'm going to wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. go through my day and then around five o'clock, try to take a nap before I have to go into work at 10. Mm-hmm. So... I hate trying to like squeeze shit in during the day, but we'll see, man. We'll see how I feel. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, also, I want to play some more Red Dead. I've played like fucking three hours of it. That game is a beast. That game yeah, it is. Game is that game will last you a good year if you take your time with it. I I didn't buy the game for the campaign. I I mean I'm glad to play it. I want to play it. But I didn't buy it for the campaign. I bought it for that online version that's going to be coming out. Uh, I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be stupid. God damn, Rockstar is just going to make a shit more so than before. A shit ton of more money now, because <laughs> then you had the GTA online atmosphere and how people are using that as a role playing on Twitch, and now you're going to have Red Dead at the same time. Well, if I hope it doesn't take Rockstar a year and a half to release Rock, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 like they did with GTA 5 on PC. I hope it's just a few months, but we'll see. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I would like to talk longer and catch up and do other things, but I am very, no, very I'm, tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty tired myself, so we should probably wrap it up here. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, thank you guys who are listening to the podcast or watching this live stream. Um, As far as, like, when will we be back? Yeah, we'll keep you informed. Yeah. yeah. Just follow us on social media, either at MissionStartP, at my own Twitter, at Defective Naruto, and or Greg's Twitter, or this way, um, at Geek. So, we'll keep you guys informed regarding that. Um, but, uh, yeah, guys, uh, episode 200, yay! <laughs> um, Whee! I was going to say, I, I, was, I was, you know what, we should definitely do, and I, I, did be, I, I talked about this before, but like, I definitely want to do a um, kind of a how-to podcast on podcasting, just our experience in it, and just like you know, what tips from it we can do, or tips and giveaway for people who I are new to it. I get that you want to call it a how-to, but I definitely don't think we should call it a how-to. Yeah, something, something to that. I mean, effect. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind doing it like an experience podcast, and like definitely, to, you know, do do a podcast where we talk to people who. 
have experience being at a convention or working at a convention. You know, we could do something like that. Like the idea for the podcast would be have conversations with people that have experience in a field that can give advice and tips on that thing, but definitely not a how to because everybody has a different way of doing their stream. That's that. Uh, you know what? Good point. Good point. I, I love the idea mm. of an advice of an, of an advice podcast. I'm I'm totally 100 percent behind that. Um, I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just uh, specifically talking about just the podcasting up of. Hang on. Um. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got what you're saying. You want yeah. to do podcasts on podcasts, but yes. I don't think it yes. be about podcasts. There's a limited amount of. Oh, I know. You can go with that. I know. I just wanted just to do one just to. Oh, just do one, gotcha. Yeah, just to do one, just because we've been doing it for so long. And yeah, then I mean, I feel like we have qualified ourselves to give some sort of let's, tips and experience. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do the episode. Let's, let's plan it. Let's come up with a title for the podcast that doesn't limit it to just podcasts. That way, if it does take off and we want to do it more, and we have the opportunity to talk to more people... See where I'm going with this? I see. We call it like, uh, uh, advice column. We call the show advice column, and then we go episode one podcast, and we just do it. We see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying let's call it advice column. You see what I'm? You just right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm open. I'm too, I'm too all... tired to come up with a clever name right now, guys. I know we're both tired. You have more energy to write out than I do, though. Like, <laughs> uh, it, I'm, I'm. It's because I'm on camera, and I know that I'm camera talking. So mm. oh, I see. I see. There. Gotcha. Gotcha. But well, also, the way the shadow looks, I look like. All yep. <laughs> like well, a chunky all might. Yep. Well, guys, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you, as always. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.